Well, boys, here we are again. Another NXT, Brooklyn number four. Yeah. So, how about that? Were we excited for this show? Were we optimistic? I'm always excited. I'm always a little bummed that we're only going to get five matches. That's always like a bittersweet moment. Here's the only thing I have with these NXT TakeOver shows. They've all been really, even the ones at full sale before they were TakeOver, were really good. We're almost getting to like more of the same. And I think we're almost leveling out. Yeah, and that was the other thing I was going to say. Because we complained a lot about um, AJ Styles taking on Shinsuke four times in a row. This will be the fourth time in a row that... Third? Third. Third time in a row Gargano's taken on Ciampa. Mm-hmm. But it's also been like, it's the third time in a row, but then you've had weekly segments setting it up mm-hmm. and then building the story. And it's the first time for a championship. Yeah. Yes. That's true. So, so yeah, and I think we'll, it up every time. Yeah, that's true. And we'll talk about it more when we get there. But I think that's the, the difference is that while it's more of the same, like they still make it feel unique and special every time it happens. Right. Yeah, I mean, these shows, I mean, still do blow the main roster shows out of the water. Yeah. But it's almost like, I think they're leveling out just a touch to where they're not the barn burners they were right. six months ago. Yeah, and, and maybe, I mean, because you've lost, you know, like, Sanity at this point, but then I, that leads us into our first match where I think you get, like, nice replacements. You get Mustache Mountain, who mm-hmm. uh, are taking on uh, Undisputed Era in the first match of the night in a fucking a, a fantastic tag match. Amazing Very match. much so. Yeah. My favorite match of the whole night. Yeah, Tyler Bate is quickly impressing the hell out of me as right? someone who I don't like, I haven't, I haven't known him for very long. Well, no know? one has. He's yeah. only 22 at this point or 21. Yeah. First ever uh, WWE UK champion. Yeah, but he's like he's amazing in this match. The, the power of that kid is is astounding. So uh, he has so much finesse too, and just well, that's good on his Even feet. Trent Seven also. Well, Trent yes. Seven, which was who was his trainer, which he's not. He's not that much older than him, honestly. Yeah. Right. Although with training wise, it's more about like in. Year, uh, in ring years, right? Like mm-hmm. you could be younger than have more experience in the ring, and that's the Trent feller. What's his name? Trent Seven. He looks like a uh, chunkier Damian Sandow. He's rocking some dad bod <laughs> yeah. for sure, and yes. I love that though. I mm-hmm. love like, yep. and I, I love the story that they continue about this like brotherly love where Trent keeps trying to throw. He wants to throw in the towel because yep. Tyler's yep. knees yep. are fucked. Like, oh, it's so great. Um, but at one point, like Tyler does that. Uh, oh, uh, who is it? Roderick's on. Oh no, it's uh, Kyle O'Reilly's on. Uh his back and Tyler just reaches down and grabs Roderick strong and deadlifts him and suplexes both men. One, you know, one yep. in the front, one in the back. And then let's not forget the spot later in the match where they're one in a, they're both in submissions and Tyler Bate picks up yep, from, and tosses him into the other submission yeah, to break up the submission. It's almost like a modified power bomb. Yeah. It, yeah, it really sure. is. Yeah. This is exactly what you want from an opening match, especially yeah. from a tag match. This is, oh, this yes. is like the most, there's not a botch. There's not a mistimed, I don't think spot breakup. I have seen a cleaner tag team match on any WWE network or pay per view in the past two years. Not not recently, certainly no. Like and these, this is their third go around. Yeah, and that's the other thing. This is like the the trilogy of matches. So it's it's been like a nice build up. And they haven't had a bad one yet. No, but they've also uh, they've switched the titles now at one point. So uh, Mustache Mountain won the titles briefly at the NXT UK special. Yeah, and they they lost them a week later. I think. Uh, Well, a week in TV, a week in actual real world time. It was two weeks later. And I'm I'm a kayfabe guy. I stand, oh, okay, so, okay, okay, so real quick story about tag team wrestling and titles and weird TV schedules. Do you know what the Fabos Freebirds had a negative six-day title reign? How is that humanly possible? Because they taped them losing the titles before they taped them winning them. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of TV, boys. That is TJ's random wrestling fact of the episode. <laughs> 
So Tyler, you actually said this is your uh, your favorite match of the night. Oh yes. Oh, see, that's a bold claim. Well, uh, but it, it's not like unreasonable. I'm, this is the first time I've seen this. Uh, these uh, competitors go at it. Yeah, I didn't see them on the UK pay per view or uh, the yeah, episode with, afterwards. With, yeah. So seeing all this together was just yeah. The fight number three was your number one. You oh, know? Yeah. I, I yeah. almost preferred the NXT episode when the regular episode of NXT. Where uh, Tyler had Tyler fight number the, two, yeah, Tyler to throw the towel in and they lost. the Yes, belt. that was a little more emotionally yeah. packed, but I think that was a that was a TV episode. That was yeah. a, but that built it built to this, to this. and it, it yeah. built to that climactic end of I want to throw the towel in. No, I'm going to throw it in the crowd and yep. you know go yep. in and break it up. Yeah. I love um, the thing that Tyler does. I don't know if there's a name for it. I'm pretty sure there has to be. But he runs at the ropes and he dives at them and then he hits the ropes between his arms and mm-hmm. his head and he bounces back, swings around, clothesline. Uh, Kofi used to do that quite a bit yes. when he was a singles wrestler. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's a name for it, but it's one of like my favorite things I've ever seen. And it's one of those things that I'm sure if you botch it, it would look completely... Yeah, just like, the timing needed for that spot yeah. is incredible. It goes straight head first into it and dreaming. I can't that. imagine learning that. Like It, it, it right. starts with you just slowly walking up to the ropes, like trying to time it or like aim it just right. But I mean, yeah, I mean in the end, of course... The Undisputed Era retains mm-hmm. the tag team titles. Seven, full Nelson on O'Reilly. And Bate having issues. Oh, oh, gets clipped with that jumping knee strike from Roderick Strong in the spinning. Oh, no. Chop blocked by O'Reilly on seven. Oh, low. No. Undisputed Era retain the tag team. But then, what happens, Franklin? The, uh, the well, they're called War Raiders now. Now, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, they were the uh, the War Machine on the Indies and in Ring yeah. of Honor because you just can't copyright War Machine. Yeah, which is why they're having a problem with War Games because there's two other companies, Major League Wrestling and another one who are doing War Games because you can't copyright it. I mean, you can pull yeah. the Marvel and yeah. Marvel and DC tried to copyright the word superhero in like the '80s, so you can the balls on some companies. I can almost see, no I, I can almost see that though. That is a term for your industry. Yeah, war games is not a term for the wrestling. No, industry. it's it's a, it's a term for but war. I mean, how do you? So now that apparently since we're moving on from Mustache Mountain and Undisputed Era, how do you feel about the potential for the War Raiders and? Undisputed Era. I think Undisputed Era can have a great match with any tag team almost, and NXT right. has doesn't have a bad tag team in my opinion. They're they're kind of like the the mighty who aren't like spectacular, but they're not even bad. They were they're great just, on the indies. Yeah, and they're and I think they'll come to their own. They just everyone has to learn like NXT is its own style. You have like, to learn yeah. the WWE style. Right? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, and uh, I'm, I am like I'm a little sad we're not going to see more of Mustache Mountain. But like you will. It, as a trilogy of matches, like this is great. I am glad they're going to break for it, and it gives them a chance to come back. I I almost promise you that Mustache Mountain will be the inaugural NXT UK Tag Champs. Oh yeah, what really? other what yeah. other tag champs could there be? Like because I mean you've got an NXT UK champion and Pete Dunne, and they're going to crown the women's champion here yeah, shortly. They, they just announced it. Yeah, and, and reveal the belt. Yeah, and uh, then they're going to um, they said they're going to have tag belts so. I mean, we'll go from there. It's going to be Mustache Mountain, I'm sure. Yeah. So do you think that was the point of handing them the NXT belts for a brief time, which yeah. is to set them up being it's, the yeah, NXT, like, you know. You know the these UK. guys. Yeah. But about War Raiders, man, when have you ever seen guys that big that can move like that? No, no kidding. Or get that much, or just that much agility. I don't know. They must be pretty young still, but. Yeah, um, I've never seen a 350-pound guy do a Tope Suicida. It is pretty astounding. I am, uh, I'm jazzed for, I guess the next one will be War Games, right? Uh, in November, November, December. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I'm really, if that's what we're building to, I mean, I, honestly, I would love to see a triple threat 
tag team match between the three of these guys because they're just not a bad competitor out of the six men. But I, like I said, I'm almost certain they're going to pull Mustache Mountain to work the NXT UK shows. Yeah, right? and I mean, if I was them, I would too. If, yeah. if you're building a brand, they would be your staples absolute in there. best foot forward. Yeah, this is a fantastic match. I think we all. I mean, does anybody else think this is the best match of the night? I know TJ. It's definitely way up there. It's, right. it's one or one A. Yeah. yeah, I think it's one or one A. Yeah, I did, there's almost like a three way tie in my opinion, and this is definitely one of them. And when you have a show with five matches with a three way tie for best, that's right. yeah, something. that's and, you know, and that's not even shitting on the two that didn't make it. They're oh, still yeah. great matches. They're just not you know something someone has to lose. Um, next we get uh, <laughs> the Dream Velveteen Dream baby. God, and, I love uh, this guy so much. The- the, his in ring attire, like Triple H, didn't even uh, like see it until he saw it on his uh, TV screen and back. He goes, "Oh fuck!" I don't believe that. You don't see, think so? I, I saw so many conflicting stories about uh, they didn't know and they were pissed, or that they did know and it was a work. And there is like, absolutely no way he'd still be on the roster if he went out there with unapproved gear. Hmm. Well, and that's what I thought too. Yeah, I was like, right? "There's surely." They have to get approval from somebody because yeah. it's like, especially with a pay per view, this is going to be the gear that your character is going to wear in the 2K downloadable game. You know, they yeah. have to have some say, I would figure. This is what the toy is going to be painted like. But, I mean, um, have there, has there been a better build in NXT? Than no. This match. The, the, like, the two cockiest men on the roster. Yeah, and the, hey, the promo before by the poolside. That was. I almost want to criticize that, but it was so great. It was I can't. So awesome. And then the, the vignette they aired before the match. It was so well produced, and it's like, yep. why can't the main roster be this good? Yeah, no, it w- it was amazing. Also, I don't know if you guys noticed that uh, Dreams uh, tights reference uh, Biggie Smalls, Notorious B.I.G. in this. I did not see that. Yeah, I, th- I think it's on his right thigh at some point. His ass ended up getting more of the. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. The call me up, Vince. If that was a work, that's a genius work, though. So they're playing that. off the fact that we're uh, we're expecting it and we're you know waiting what? for it. There it is, notorious dream. I see. Yeah, it, it is. Yep. Yeah, um, it's 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 not as flashy, but like I love his ring gear. He's like the new age gold dust, almost. Yeah, he yeah, really is super provocative and uh, over the top. Well, that, you know, I tweeted out during during the show. It's it's so weird that someone this flamboyant can be so over now. Right. Yeah, because Goldust was hated for oh, a, God, yeah. with a large section of the crowd because he was so androgynous if you, and if, so weird. You if know? you go even back to the mid to late 90s, the Attitude Era, they'd be throwing shit at this guy in the ring. Yeah. For sure. And I love that he's essentially the same character as EC3. He's just flamboyant, whereas yeah. EC3 is more just like macho, cocky. Reminds me of a coked up Jersey Shore dude. Did, does, yeah, like if the situation see, yes, like yes. took a Miz career path and started wrestling. <laughs> I, see, I, see, I, I was saying more uh, cocky frat boy than Jerseyite. Either, well, look at that tan. I don't know. Man. Frat boy is contingent on him getting into college. I don't know about that. You know? Oh, come on now. Don't be disrespecting. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a dumb guy, but that's definitely the character he plays. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, well, it's playing up the whole 1% angle. Yeah. He, he could fit in with. Uh, Enzo and Big Cass. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Real they could Italians. be the. the God, new, how'd you, yeah. yeah, how'd you like Big Cass's indie, indie name? Did you see that? Big, Big Cass. No Big my. Cass. <laughs> Real original. Yeah, way to be that guy. Big, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, what I say. Big, not booked. Yeah. <laughs> How's Enzo's rap career doing? Let's see how. Uh, Real one is not doing real good. Yeah, his <laughs> Twitter account is just like so retarded. Anyway, anyway, yeah, anyway. we'll get this, we can this, do a whole podcast yeah. on those two. This yeah, this might have been my my one A. I very much enjoyed Velveteen Dream EC three. Yeah, and I I this is one of the few matches in our um in our our uh, wrestling guessing game yeah. that I got wrong. But it seems like he's the kind of guy that they job out a lot. It never really affects him. Yeah. You know, him losing a match, he he never loses any of his uh, swagger or any of his self confidence. Not at all. So it doesn't hurt him. 
Um, and I just thought because EC3 is still new, so I thought they were still going to build him. So I was yeah, expecting I, I, him. I picked it wrong too. I picked EC3. Yeah, but well, how, like so the, both of these guys are technically heels, right? In a matter of speaking, or tweeners, I guess. I would call EC3 a tweener. I would call Velveteen Dreamy heel. Yeah, yeah. But both guys get incredible reactions from the crowd. Oh yeah, super over. So going back to the statement I made about you know not just this match but the show in general. How do you like the way that they light the NXT crowds as opposed to the main roster crowds? And they this one's a little different because yeah. they light this well the pay per views they light just so you can see the fans and you see about the, the first eight rows of fans yeah and the it. usually it's colored scheme with the pay per view or the show yeah, yeah which I do love as I, opposed to a main roster show where the entire arena you can see everything yeah I like this a lot more it's more focused on the action it's a little different and it stands out from their weekly shows because yeah. they're the weekly shows you don't see any of the audience no. you see like one row and it's blacked out well it's almost like a it takes you to the, their live event where it's just the uh, yeah. the uh, the single spotlight almost yeah, yeah. Right down, just right on the ring, ring not moving at all because who cares about the crowd at a live event right? yeah exactly and honestly it's easier to see the the action if you don't have lights shining I mean yeah, every course. time I've been to a concert and they start shining lights like yeah that's what I want to do get yep. lasers in my I want to get cheap LASIK um, how'd you guys like that DDT on that uh, ramp apron it was very cool he, I did very not know innovative. what he was yeah. going for he does a, the weirdest wrap up to get there before mm-hmm. he plants him uh, plants EC3 straight on the, I thought he was going to throw him in the guardrail of some sort yeah I also love I don't know if we've talked about this the new um i don't know how new they are the ring post on nxt with the with the graphics that actually like the led board they've been yeah. around for a little bit they have yeah. and i know uh especially because dream has actually jumped off them at one point to deliver that purple rainmaker i love the yeah. fact that they're flat and they add that stability mm-hmm. also um, gives like an inch or two from the turnbuckle yeah yeah a little bit more stability overall i thought this was genius booking too to have the tag match with the four men and then you go to this brutal one-on-one and it Slightly slower, slower paced, but just as you know, as physical. Very entertaining. Match. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, and like a lot of high spots. You have like that DDT. You have a couple of suplexes off the. I think off the apron at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, EC three even for being a big stack man can still do some some acrobatical acrobatical. Well, it's like I said many times acrobatic before, work. I think we're in an era where the athleticism in WWE and pro wrestling is better than it's ever been. Yeah. We're getting legitimate world-class athletes, not just tough guys that look like truckers yeah. anymore. <laughs> right. Um, overall, I don't think I enjoyed uh, Dream versus EC3 quite as much as uh, Mustache Mountain and Undisputed Era. I was, but it was, I was no, surprised no. by the finish, and I'm glad I was because I like when I'm wrong sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, that was cool. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, Dream gets the, death, uh, the, the Dream Valley Driver, which I love. On the apron, and then follows it up with that purple and rainmaker. Of his. Dream on the apron. Oh. Dream be in trouble. Wait, wait. Counter here by Valentino. No Dream, oh, 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 oh. Dream Valley driver on the apron. Again, the injured neck of EC3. Valentino Dream. This is what it sounds like when Valentino oh, oh, oh. flies. So who is Matt Riddle? Someone explain. Okay, this so man he to me. okay he's an independent wrestler, and he was a UFC fighter. So okay, uh, is yeah, he okay. barefoot all the time? Yes, he wrestles barefoot. That's where I know him. Mostly from. because he's an was an MMA fighter, yeah. and he would not. He failed multiple drug tests in the UFC. That's why he left and took up professional wrestling full time. Yeah, because they don't drug test you. Well, okay. Hashtag wellness program. Well, hold on. 
UFC's drug testing is a little different than WWE's. You can't test positive for anything. In WWE, you can test positive for pot and pay. All you gotta do is pay a fine. Oh, and his long hair would lead me to believe he is totally he's a huge a pothead. All right. No but shoes, long hair. Yeah, he was the I get it. he was the king of the bros. That's all he was doing. The bro, bro, bro chant. I thought he was just trying to mimic Daniel Bryan in some kind of shitty no. like uh, no. Um, like, he, so with like as someone who knows who he was, were you excited that he might be coming to? I was NXT? shocked. Because it's like, you're going to have to cut down on your weed and take at least, or else you're going to not make any money. He smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> so, we'll see. I'm going to give it a shot. I like Matt Riddle. I like his work. We'll see where it goes. I can see him just moving up to 205 Live. See, I, th- I think that's what they're trying to do here, is uh, bring up a lot of people, bring it through MXC. I think he might be over 205 at this point. Well, I mean, I'm sure half the guys on the 205 right. roster are, but... Did, Tyler, do you know him from UFC? No, I know, no. Okay. I don't remember. I I remember UFC when Chuck Liddell and all those guys are going at it. Uh, other than that, new age guys are just. Like, Man, he yeah, was he's guys. one of the first guys I remember getting fired from UFC. It was like, no, we're done. And, with and you, making right? noise about yeah. yeah, making headlines. All right, so next match of the night, you wanna you wanna lead us into this one? Yes, for the NXT North American Championship, we have the one and only Ricochet and. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> Ricochet has the coolest entrance gear. In this. Are you serious? Yeah. I love it. I, no, I love it. Serious? No, that, I love it. That Screw is not the coolest entrance Screw gear. Screw you guys. I, I literally thought, I'm like, wow, if you could not look more like Tinkerbell, I don't know what she would look like. <laughs> Dude, I love Ricochet. That is some ugly gear. Right. I, I, I loved it. Uh, you know what it almost looks like? It was what? a model for uh, fucking Victoria's Secret. Like a the angels, record. the yes, yes. angels. It's like, if he didn't have that black uh, ensemble underneath the wings, it's just like just the sparkly dude. wings, yeah, and the little chest piece right here. He looked like a Chippendales dancer almost. I think maybe just when you have that body, there's nothing that looks bad on you, in my opinion. <laughs> but I guess. speaking of entrances, does anybody have a better entrance in all of WWE right now than Undisputed Era? No, no. Oh my God, no. Their theme song alone, and then you have like the especially. When they come up together and you have uh, Kyle O'Reilly doing the guitar with the, the, the NXT belt. tag title. That's, that's honestly the reason I didn't want him to lose the belt because I want him to be able to do that every time he comes yeah. out. And it's just, yeah, with the hand gestures and the music and I just love that the belt. cohesiveness. The t- North American title? Oh, my God. It's a nice belt. Every NXT title. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the old NXT belt, but no. the new one is amazing. Fuck you. I really liked the, the giant big X. NXT. Yes, I liked it. It was unique. It looked like it was a giant X with film, uh, uh, movie film on the ends of it. Yeah, look, it was different. I like different, which is why I <laughs> like the North American title. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What do you guys think of this match? Uh, it's awesome. Yeah, this might have been... Pretty my, good, uh, yeah, this actually probably is my if if I rank it, it probably slightly higher than the opener. I like this one. This is probably my number two. Yeah, um, yeah, the finale might beat it, but this is a hell of a match. I mean, two guys who were known for stealing the show go right. out there and do what they yeah. do. And two guys who I don't think I've ever actually seen in the ring together. No. Two guys also have completely different styles, who like an aerial high flyer, and then whatever you would classify Adam Cole as, not. Uh, so I, I kind of cross between a technical, technical and a brawler. Yeah, reminds me of like a Dolph Ziggler almost. I was Shawn Michaels is always the comparison I want to go right. for, and it's probably just because of the hair and the look. Yeah, but yeah, we have Ricochet just displaying so many. How do you hashtag flippy shit? Right. Yeah. <laughs> How do you do that flippy shit? Going jumping over what is that from top rope to the the floor? Probably what nine ten feet somewhere around. There. Yeah, okay. oh yeah, probably. And he just. Sort of glides right to his feet like nothing happened. Yeah, like I, my like ankles would be years of experience. Yeah. yeah, we'd be jelly at that point. 
that, yeah, crush. He, yeah, I've, just, I mean, I've somebody... seen him do so much impressive stuff, like when he was feuding with Velveteen Dream and he did the front flip over the top rope. And just landed on his feet. And right. just, yeah. It's like, okay, what is wrong with you? It is really impressive. Uh, the amount of times he, we, he pulls out a corkscrew or like or standing moonsaults in this match. How old is Ricochet? Late 20s? Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in there. There was a picture floating around Twitter, which is hilarious. I need to find it. Of him as a real young guy with Triple H. So Triple H with long, <laughs> Triple H still had the long hair when right. he just started dating Stephanie, and Ricochet has real long, like straight, straightened with an iron hair, and he looks so dorky. Uh, and they posted that picture uh, with the one of him at the end of this match with the title, standing next to Triple H, and it's just like, wow, this is only ten years, but it's a world apart. Right. Hilarious. Yeah. I keep, you know, I, I just wonder. I mean, I know Adam Cole is going to do really well on the main roster. I will say hope. Yeah. I doubt I, he can't do well. Like I yeah. wonder how Ricochet's gonna translate in that Another main roster world. Guy. He's he's too big for two oh five. Not like bulk wise, he's too big of a name for yeah, two oh five. Yeah, because he popped with his first appearance, like people, you know were going ape shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's the guy who won uh you know, the Battle of Los Angeles yeah. and you know, he, he was was he in the best of the super juniors last a couple year? Times, yeah, yeah, a couple times. That legendary match with Will Ospreay. Yeah, you know, he's his name has been around. So when he got signed, it was a big deal. And I'm sure if he moved up, I, can, I personally see him doing really well on the main roster. I don't worry about him so much see, as I worry about uh, a guy like Aleister Black almost. Right. Now, do you see him as a world champion or is he more like an ICUS level type of guy? Yeah, right there. Yeah, I think if you stuck him with Ziggler and uh, Rollins, you would get like some, some gold. But I don't think they'd ever see him as a big enough guy. Although, like, honestly, I'd like to see him take on like... As much as I love Finn Balor, but I don't want to see Finn Balor and Baron Corbin anymore. Like I would love to see that rivalry. Right? Yeah, he can control the mic, but uh, I don't think he has the bod for world title material. You know what I mean? Rey Mysterio is a multiple time world champion. Yeah, Same I mean, with AJ not to Styles, say but... not to say that I wouldn't enjoy it. I just don't think they would do it. Right? You know, I, I, I. It seems like I put up with enough of their uh, their storytelling to it know. It really kind depends of it on go. when the time comes. Who is actually in charge? Right. So, how'd you like to spot when they're laid out in the middle of the ring, both of them, and the crowd that's, is going insane? Yeah, that the, that's the time that I'm really glad they light the crowd up because right. you can see how many people are standing up. It reminds me of like a New Japan where you just hear clapping and not too much cheering. Yeah. it's just a lot of a lot of enthusiasm. Coming it is out. that is is an electric crowd. Like we're halfway at this point, we're exactly halfway through the pay per view, and there has <laughs> not been a boring moment yet. No. So there's a uh, so do you want to get to the end of this match and then are the the crowning of the new champion because it happens really awesomely. Yeah, well, I mean, a, you, yeah, you spell it and we'll we'll just dissect it. Yeah, so there's the moment where uh, Ricochet's trying to hit the hit his uh, what uh, what is it a six thirty six thirty the yeah. six thirty splash. Uh, Cole just rolls out of the ring and it's a real you know shit eating grin on his face like he does. Yeah. Ricochet just comes down, jumps over the ropes. Uh, like grabs him with his, you know, scissors his head, and uh, was it a hurricane rata? I guess, yes. mm-hmm. yeah, picks him up, puts him in the ring, six thirty to win.
and the fucking crowd goes apeshit, which is weird because Adam Cole is a person who's a fan favorite, but I think that just shows how I much mean, Ricochet is over. Yeah. Right. Do you... Okay, so Cole dropping the belt, is that him going to the main roster or is that... That's no. a, the question I have with the next match, just too. Just passing the torch to Ricochet for a bit. I, do you think they would split them up and bring up Cole before Undisputed Era? They, they did Era? it with Sanity and yeah. they kept Nikki Cross down. But not for long. She's still, I mean, she's still technically down. Yeah, but she also appeared on she some appeared, SummerSlam yeah. tours. She appeared on that to to promote Evolution because the NXT women are going to be on it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you know, but we'll see. I mean, I think we could see we could see Cole before we saw Fish O'Reilly and Strong. Yeah, I, I think they're going to uh, make him uh, NXT champion potentially. I could see that. I'd rather see that before being called up. I see him being called up after WrestleMania. And that's the thing. That's almost why I don't think they would call him up because he hasn't been NXT champion yet. Right. And I almost think the same thing with Gargano. Yep. Like, he, he'd have to possess that title before they let him. Has anybody big ever ascended before getting the title? Sami uh, Zayn had it, like Samoa Joe. Like, everyone big that I can think of. Yeah, but then Neville. there's guys that had it that really didn't work out, like Bo Dallas. Don't talk ill of the B team. <laughs> I'm not. I like the B team, but. What's that? What's the guy who looks like, uh, what's his name? <laughs> I don't Leonardo know. Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> no. Looks like a uh, Sideshow Bob. No way, Jose. Yes. Oh, <laughs> he's on. That was a, that was a tough pull for me there. <laughs> hey, you knew what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Though. <laughs> All right. So, but that guy's up there on the uh, the main roster, and he's not doing much. Well, uh, he's still on the main roster. Yeah, he's making he more money a, than he was. He gets a pop out of a live crowd. I can tell you that after being in the stadium with him. And he has that conga line. Yeah, yeah. that's the only reason he's getting a pop. It's just like Adam Rose. Yeah, just like Adam Rose, and that's going to die off real soon. If as long as you can get indie workers to come and you know be on the conga line for a for free catering, right? I do it for less, guys. I'm just saying. I would pay to do it, but that's yeah. just me. <laughs> that's how you bring in the big bucks. Yeah. Like like the, they need any more money? Sneak in with a bunch of body slam stickers. Yeah, I'd, 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 just, like I'd be doing the conga in my body slam T-shirt. Like, hey, look, uh, yeah. rate, review, like, subscribe. All those assholes in the front row of every pay per view, like like waving their podcast. Like, yep, <laughs> I do the same thing. Like, I'm not gonna make funny. Oh hell yeah! I mean, yeah. It's just our podcast is better than yours. Yeah, exactly. that. Um, so next up, we have. Uh, what I would argue is probably the weakest match on the card. But that's no disrespect to people that are in it. It was a very good match, but when you're on this show. Yeah, and yes, I honestly think it was just kind of misbooked. But anyway, for the NXT Women's Championship. Well, they had to have a co-main event, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's Shayna Baszler and the inaugural Mae Young Classic winner, Kyrie Sane, the Pirate Princess. Who, so she won last year. She yes. was the, the, in the first one. What has she been doing since then? Just bouncing around NXT? Yeah, kind of winning some, losing some on NXT. But not, not getting title shots or not getting serious runs. She got runs. one that was the, what you got for winning the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. And she lost that one. And she's won, it's like she's won some, lost some. But she won that, uh, that multi, multi-woman match to become the number one contender. Yeah, between her and... Uh, uh, Lorray and Candice Lorray, yeah. yeah. But you know, like I said, you're right. This probably was the weakest match on the card, but it was still good. Yeah, uh, I, th- yeah. I don't have really much a lot to say about this match. Uh, I was actually more shocked by the ending of this match that I was. I, w- I was not. I thought Kyrie was going to win. Yeah, because I figured that Shayna was going up, and I think so. that's even what I picked. But I just didn't think that I would because my I thought Shayna was going to go up tonight uh, that night. Yeah, and and mess around with uh. It's the SummerSlam match because she'll, she'll, she'll probably be in in Rousey's entourage come Evolution. Yeah, uh, they already got the other three or the other two mm-hmm. on NXT now, yeah. and that's why I keep thinking that she's gonna like turn on Rousey because like Rousey needs a good villain. Well, they they the the scuttlebutt online is a MMA four horsewoman versus WWE four four horsewoman 
match. You know, the four ladies from NXT slash WD main roster, Rousey and her soldered gang. Yeah, it's going to be hard, though, when uh, Lynch just turned on Flair and they fucking hate each other, right? Oh, my. Eh. Triple H and Shawn Michaels. There you go. Yeah. There's love, a three love month, hate. There's a three-month memory in wrestling. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's about the common enemy, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, overall, anybody else have anything to say about this match? Enjoyable. Is Congratulations to the new champ, Kyrie yeah, Sane. Yeah, I'm actually excited. I th- I liked uh, Baszler's run. I think she's a, a pretty formidable champion. Yeah. But I'm excited that they're taking a different direction. And then we've had, at this point, two title changes tonight. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, I mean, you know, you know out of considering there's only one match that is not for a title. Right. You know, having Ooh, two wow. change hands so far is yeah. not bad. Um, yeah, that is the insane elbow that, that, that is Sane drops. She drops a uh, couple of them. Yeah, yeah, two or three to end it. Her hips are like all the way up at her armpit. Oh my god! Yeah, she gets yeah, some height. It's almost like a frog splash elbow. Right? Yeah, like the way she like. I love that she tucks in and then like folds out. Shayna Baszler, and once again, Kyrie Sane ascends to the top turnbuckle, looking for her third insane elbow. So do you? I mean, do you see Kyrie lasting a while on, as champion, or is she going to drop it come War Games? Oh, dropping it. Yeah, I almost foresee her being because she's not as formidable. That a little easier to dethrone. That little uh, pin up military chick, uh, uh, Lacey Evans. James. Lacey, Lacey Evans. Evans. Yep, yeah, I see her losing it to her. I can see that. I like Ooh, Lacey Evans. A, we'll put it on the board. That's a bold prediction. Yeah, a new face of the woman's because yeah. she is super, uh, very uh, you know prim and proper. And yes. Yeah. I like her music too. The act like a lady music. That's yeah. that's good, right? And it would be. A, I would love to see her and Sane take each other on. That would be a, yeah. a perfect for the women's pay per view. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Evolution. If you put that on, I'd be, I'd be more than down with that match. Right. Um. So over, overall, pretty good match. It just, I think it it was booked a little weird. It probably should have been on with the barn burners that we've seen and are gonna see. It was the low point. Yeah. But the low. It's point- also any match that comes on right before Gargano and Champa. Yeah. Champa is like you're. Right. People know what's coming on next. When you're talking, so they're the almost point, like yeah. distracted. When you're talking the low point of a show that is that is this good, this match still to me gets like three and a quarter stars. Yeah, it was like trying to follow a guy who's uh, hilarious on the mic, and you're not that funny, and you're like, <laughs> shit, I gotta follow that guy. So what's the deal with airplane food? Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. It is almost like they know what's coming afterwards. Like, well, then fuck it, guys. Just yeah. a couple elbows. Let's get this done. We get the greatest promo to start this final main oh, event. Oh, the main event, yes. Since day one, my goal, my dream, my everything is to be the NXT champion. For you, Johnny Gargano, hope is lost. Faith is broken. Your fairy tale, it's over. In Chicago, all I saw was anger and hatred and suffering. That's why you won. After beating Johnny, freaking wrestling with my hands, cuffed together, you damn straight. I knew I was the number one contender. Alistair, boy, you have something that I want. You know 
better than anyone what the NXT Championship means to me. Because even after Chicago, you knew you could twist the knife even more. Johnny, just like you were ready to replace me, I knew I couldn't let you win. Wait a minute! Johnny Gargano! Johnny Gargano! What the hell? He didn't mean to do that! Boy. Oh my God! I replaced you. No! No! Oh my God! Tommaso Ciampa is NXT champion. Because of me. So plans changed. The original idea was going to be Aleister Black and Champa and Gargano. Who who called that? Uh, that was you. I yeah, think I think I, I called that. that. Yeah, about a, a couple days before it actually happened. Mm-hmm. That was that was the idea. And then they had to pull out a whole uh, who shot Monty Burns storyline of uh, <laughs> which no, they did it brilliantly. The they did it brilliantly, but I was laughing so hard when they did the video of mm-hmm. like they'd they'd stop and they'd put their name and then well, like she, show Gargano was over here, here she, yeah. and then and then Mustache Mountain's over mm-hmm. here, Nikki Cross was over here. What's going on? She. Uh, so he, I guess the real story though is that Black got a groin injury. Yeah. He uh, and just had to pull out. Well, that sucks. Yeah, very shortly. I think it was the week before in the setup match to this, the uh-huh. go home match. He got mm-hmm. hurt in the triple threat. Well, it was. T- the- I mean, obviously, it was taped several weeks before. But yes, he was injured in the go home. Yeah, because he was taking on Gargano. Champa comes out and they get into it, and I believe he got hurt there. So they quickly rewrote the plans. And they, what's interesting is they made this a last man standing match, which was the original idea for the Chicago street fight. Yes. Uh. If you go back and listen to that episode. So it was almost like, oh, he's out. We can reuse this idea. Yeah. I love that kind of recycling. Recycling. Yeah. Right. And it honestly pulls off. It comes off really Let's go well. Back to the board. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is number three pay-per-view in uh, a row. Three in a row, their fourth match overall because they originally wrestled in the Cruiserweight Classic. And uh, probably my favorite bout they've had so far, I think. Yeah, it's really good. I wouldn't have my favorite. My favorite's still the New Orleans match, the original. The original. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's the freshest, but like, it, I really almost isn't. Like, I thought they would. Uh, the one where they were pulling the mats up and. Uh, Going straight to the concrete. Uh, Chicago. The, yep. Chicago. That was my favorite yeah. one. So, so you, we got so different. New di- yeah, yeah, all three of us. Yeah. There's nothing if not differing opinions between these three straight white men. <laughs> um, oh, I do love this match. I was a little concerned because Black pulled out. I thought, okay, they're just going to tread water until he comes back. Oh, so, but no. No, not at all. They just they fully ramp up and continue the story. I was so excited to get Black involved in the story, though, so it kind of yeah. sucks that he was unfortunately pulled so out. So off on a tangent on the side, do you think Black comes back to NXT or comes back to the main roster? I guess it depends on how long it takes him. Because if, he com- if he comes back in a month, I could see them when writing Drew, yeah, him into this story. When Drew got injured, he came back to the main roster. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I guess Drew he- McIntyre? Yeah. Danny go... Uh, okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Not putting that one on the board. <laughs> I am curious, though, because I think if he's only gone for a month before... Uh, war games they'll bring him back and they'll try to work it into yeah. war games if he's gonna be gone for like five or six months you just have him debut on the main roster right. he'll still get the pop people will be excited I see him popping in or uh, coming in at Royal Rumble that's another yeah because don't they usually have one like yeah the one or two NXT surprise guys. call-ups yeah this past year it was uh, Cian Almas and although honestly and I could Adam also Cole. I could see them doing uh, Champo and Gargana both doing it, and then having some storyline where they clear out the ring and you know continue the rivalry, Lordy. and just kind of pass it over to the main roster almost. Yeah, I see these guys as much as I do this forever. Yeah, the, as much yeah. as I like these long term rivalries, they do need a break. Yeah, yeah. You know, you need to feud with someone else for a little bit. You can go back to it, and that's why I was excited because, for Black to I be mean, in it. Ooh, C- Cena versus Orton has happened how many times? But they don't continually, you know. Like, yeah. 
Although this is a master class of storytelling, and if you're going to do something back to back to back, here's how to tell a story. True. You know, here's how to keep ramping up the, you know, give a little resolution, ramp up the drama, you know, raise the stakes higher and higher. And also just like the continuing symbolism of this match. Like it, almost right away, Johnny's pulling up the mat and like continuing his thing of like becoming uh, becoming the thing he hated. Yep. Uh, comparing this to the other last man standing match we've seen, the Nakamura AJ Styles match. Yeah, what do you yeah. guys think? Because I this one's a lot better. I, I wouldn't say so a too. lot better. I'd say better. I yeah. wouldn't say it's like exponentially. better. I think one of the reasons a lot better. I think one of the reasons it's better though is because it ends the night. Yeah. It gets that end of the night. We're about to go home. You know, like get yeah, yourself think, yeah. in a fever I, pitch. I can't argue with that. It's a lot harder with WWE when you're like after this we get Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar again. Try to get excited, guys. Right. Boo. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's in the way. Uh, uh, the last man standing match can only survive if it's the last match. Yeah, because everyone's on their feet waiting for that last for yeah. that ten count. Yes, and you and the whole idea is you don't know how long it's gonna go. Right, you know it could go. It, like the idea is supposed to be, it could literally go all night till these guys are just slapping each other. You know, barely. You know, on their knees or whatever. God, this match is it, it almost like there's almost no difference between this and the street fight. Like it's pretty much a street fight. Yeah, yeah. With the added things is that you have to get up before 10. As as these last man standing matches will tend to be, they tend to be very weapons oriented or... Yeah. But well, the idea is you have to like, you have to get to each other to a very worn out place very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. They do uh, uh, something I don't know if I've ever seen done or if I have, not very often. They set up two tables outside the ring, but they don't set them up. On top of each other. Yeah. So, like, they, they invert flip, one. They flip the top one upside down, so both are, they're like... Uh, flush against each other. Yeah, yes. so it offers no padding yes. at all, and it just adds the benefit of you might hit uh, metal legs on the way down and kill yourself. They'll be fine. How how the fuck did Black is the one that Black got hurt when these three have been beating the shit out of each other oh, for four until, months now? Wait right. until the end of the match, sir. His speculation is abound. Really? So, all right. So we uh, well before do we have anything to get to before the end of the match? Just, there are some, I mean, incredible I mean, like, moments. My favorite spot in this match is when Gargano buries Champa under the pile of bullshit, right? And the and the, uh, they throws the timekeeper on top of him. Even I love. Uh, I don't know what Champa's uh, finisher is called. That the knee to the back. When Project Champa. Project Champa. He does three in a row. Just like and there's this desperation of him, just like trying to fucking end Gargano, and he can't get him to stay down. Um, and then he just yeah, I guess he gets that chair, just opens yeah. it, sits down like so menacingly. The best heel in WWE right now. Yeah, and maybe, I mean, maybe in a long time. Right. Um, still no music. I don't know if we commented on that. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's still coming out to, at least at this point, nothing. The in- the, the fucking intense hatred of yes. hundreds and hundreds of people. <laughs> so, I mean, he t- plays it off so well, though. He does. It's weird to go back and watch older matches when he's supposed to be a, a baby face with, like... Yeah, the DIY, DIY. baby face, yeah. Oh, my God, you're like, Dude, no, I don't buy it. Like... Scowl, and you're the perfect villain. Right? Well, I mean, he, he in Ring of Honor, he was the Sicilian psychopath. So I mean, oh, so that's, he's right at home. Yeah. But his beard, the, the him growing out his beard has helped a lot. Like yeah, the that, bushier that it gets, psycho killer beard he's got yeah. going on. And not only that, but it's like gray, blondish, and per- brunette, and all. It's just natural. So he's like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Between the uh, table set up outside, and then they actually do again, like repeating the storyline, pull up the fucking matting. And this, expose the bear two by fours. This reminds me of old school uh, hardcore matches right here, and that's why I love these types of matches right yeah, here. Yeah, except I don't think I've ever seen a ring taken apart. Like yeah, I've seen people go through a ring, and, and you know these two matches and the initial invasion of the Nexus. 
Yeah. Was the only time Oh, when I've they actually came out and destroyed yeah. everything. That's that, right. That acid trip of a moment, I was just like, what the fuck's going <laughs> yeah. on? I um, think that's probably the only time in my life watching wrestling where I was like, I don't know what I'm watching, yeah. but what is happening here? I am legitimately confused. <laughs> right. I love the uh, getting back to this match, the uh, the replaying of story, like, yeah. uh, you know, they, they get the mat exposed they're, again, but they're, instead they're of Johnny. Playing, yeah, they're playing their greatest hits. Yeah, instead of Johnny going through it this time, Johnny gets champed with a bad, a wicked DDT, which I don't know how much that padding would actually help. They, uh, they treat it like. Enough. That, yeah. But they treat it like removing a little bit of foam padding is the worst thing. I'm like, either way, you're still falling on wood. It's going to hurt, guys. That's what, plywood under there? It's I, slatted two by fours. Yeah. Now, which is. Well, odd to me because it used to be like I said before it used to be one big solid piece of plywood yeah and I think they probably realized that sliding yeah. gives you more like they're able to bend a little bit more yeah a little bit more give mm-hmm. which makes me wonder because it used to always be that the apron was the hardest part of the ring I don't know if that's really true anymore with right. that slatted wood is that actually true I always thought that was just a joke that people would shout back in the <laughs> day it was just because that's where the support was yeah I don't know if it's true anymore so uh, after uh they did. They destroy each other in and out of the ring. Thank God this is the last match because there would be some serious cleanup if not. Right. Yeah, there's no ready. way you could have nope. you know another. You have a hundred hands this. out there like putting chairs back together and monitors. I mean, both like tables are destroyed. Every chair that's on wheels it's around probably, them probably missing a wheel. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to that point too, where one of them have one of them, the other one down, and they're just like like waiting like an like an animal, just like stand back up, you know. Hmm. But then we get with the the handcuffs come out again, yes. third time. Um, the handcuffs are the longest running motif besides the crutch, maybe. But the handcuffs, I think, have. But the handcuffs a- save Champa this time. Yeah, right. So he gets uh he gets handcuffed to the I guess the what the big ass the sound tower. Yeah, and then uh he starts like apologizing profusely, like no Johnny, don't do it, and like Johnny's like doing that whole like I don't know if I can or like I'm yeah. driven to the point of insanity, and then goes headlong into a speaker case with yeah. his knee. He actually he does he connects pretty well, but then so what was the uh. What were you talking? So, like, all right. So anyway, the end of this match is that when he's handcuffed to the yeah, so the they're, they're, tower, they're counting. Yeah, he's able to stand because he's handcuffed there, and that's how he wins. Five. Moment of truth for Johnny Gargano. He's exposed his knee. And Tommaso Ciampa, your apology falling off your hand. Out. One. Talk about a Pyrrhic move Two. for Johnny Gargano, the referee counting. Three. Both men are down. Four. Unbelievable. Five. The ref is up to count of five, six. make it six for the NXT Championship. Seven. Can Gargano get up to his feet first? He's injured his knee. Ciampa still down, referee. It's up to Nino. Champa's up. Champa's up. Oh, yeah, the scuttlebutt that I read online is that the injury angle for Gargano could be bullshit. That he's not a, wasn't actually hurt. Mm. It was just a way to advance the storyline or, or even end it. Yeah. You know, but he could be hurt. He could be not. We don't know yet. We'll see how it I plays really, out. I honestly thought it had to have been written because of the way it mirrors the same knee that Champa has in a brace. Yeah. You know, and, and the way they're doing this with everything, like everything it gets replayed. It Bringing gets, it full circle. Yeah. That or they're going to uh, give Gargano a bit of time off. Call, and what's going to happen is uh, Ciampa will be introduced into the Royal Rumble. And next after him, Gargano. 
comes in and you know just what that's, that, that would be good booking yeah dude. it would then, i mean it depends that, on if that arena would be going ape shit and you know yeah. champa's face would be like what <laughs> what this is why it's so hard though because like the acting in this is so well done or the storytelling is so well done that we're at the end we're legitimately like how much of that was a work and how much of that like i'm fully convinced he's not truly hurt but you know it's yeah they did some uh, hardcore shit out there yeah i mean that's not to, you know yeah that's not to say he didn't actually hurt himself um, I am curious to see where we go from here yeah. going to NXT uh, War Games 2. Man, the fucking titles are getting intense to follow up with everything getting sequels. I wish, I wish they would... Because like, so over the first few NXT specials, they had names like Revival. Yeah. Or, or, or Arrival and then Rival and they had, like, you know, Our Evolution. It's like, can we just get away from the TakeOver motif? Can we, can we do, give them names? Or do TakeOver... I mean the way we the way fans do WrestleMania 34. I know they refer to it as WrestleMania 2018 or whatever. Just WrestleMania anymore. Yeah. yeah, like uh the early 90s uh or late 80s WWF in your house presents SummerSlam. Yeah, well no, it was like in your house mind games or yeah. in your house backlash. Yeah, but it just makes it confusing when you're trying to put them all in order. You know, like is it progress that it, it's chapter one, chapter two, yeah. chapter three? Yes, it makes it so easy to know where you are right. and to keep up, especially if it's highly serialized story wise. Yeah, um, I, I would just like to see regular names for the pay per views as opposed to Brooklyn Four. Yeah, right? naming them after the place but, they I are. Mean, that's, Although, I mean, I'm waiting for that St. Louis uh, NXT takeover St. Louis. Bring it on, baby! It's bound to happen sooner or later. Yeah, we're do a pay per view soon. See, I'm, I'm bitching now until it happens. Then, then I want them to stick with that naming. What? So, uh, so what are you guys' final thoughts on Gargano Champa? Great match, really good. Yeah, like I said it, it would not my uh, favorite in the series, but it's it was actually really good. so it's my it's actually my favorite match of the night. Um. I was so jazzed. I did because I was uh, maybe just because I was expecting a dud from Black not being there, and that was really bumming me out. Right. And uh, I think it picked up a little bit from the last one they had at Chicago, which I thought was almost a little bit of a dip for me. How dare you! But uh, <laughs> I just had to be a contrarian. So, I mean, before we sign off for the night, I uh, I have to admit something. This was the first time that we were picking in the wrestling guessing game for NXT Takeover, and. I didn't win. No, the inaugural what? champion. The inaugural champion was Fuck yes, Tyler. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> congratulations, buddy. Yeah, I was even I was, trying. I know that was <laughs> the funniest you. thing. You were just like, you know, I like, I like picked this out of a hat. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's been like two hours. Like, not, not that you did. Not that you did fantastically. You got three out of five, but that beat my two out of five. <laughs> did I? I thought, did I get three out of five when I lost? The you got three breaker? out of five. Yeah, because of the manner of victory for one of the matches. Damn yeah. it! But uh, as I always say on these shows. Come join us yeah. on Facebook, the Wrestling Guessing Game. Come Please and see if you dethrone the current champion. Yes, it has to be someone eventually from outside the podcast. Yes. <laughs> but we're just so damn good, yeah. right? And I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not selling for anybody. I don't do <laughs> no, that. No, I'm not, uh, no yob. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, I think that's it, guys. So uh, I guess until next time, thanks for tuning in, and uh, you will hear us later. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Is that a better way to say it until instead of you will see us next time? No. No. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs>